What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Thursday's episode of Two Guys Rambling. And if you're a part of the Rambling community, you know what today is. Today, we're going to talk about some off-the-wall shit. If Monday's news wasn't <laughs> off-the-wall enough for you, we're going we're gonna to talk about some more off-the-wall shit. We switched. How many seconds are we in? Fuck. All right. We're switching to um, Japan is the villain. Yeah. That's what we're talking about today. We So last episode, we talked about Oppenheimer um, and about the movie, which is the best movie of the year absolutely um and so now we're going to talk about why it was important for us to drop drop the bomb on the japanese and the united states did warn them did warn them. but before we get into all that make sure you like comment subscribe do all the things down below share this with your friends you can talk shit about us if you want to i don't care but watch the video just watch the video and do all the things do all the things come down below that's all you gotta do right 100 percent um my favorite thing to talk about when it comes to World War II is Unit 731. 100%. Because it is one of the most off-the-wall, crazy shit you could possibly do to human beings um, outside, like, like this, outside of what the Nazis did. Outside of what the Nazis did at the same time period because it is like off-the-wall. On, on this episode, if you don't like us being on our phones, I'm sorry, but I have a lot of notes on my phones. What are they, know, our teacher? I know Javi. Yeah, who are you? Are you our teacher? No, you're not. You're going to write us up? All right. Gets reported. <laughs> For using phone on podcast. Right. Let me see. All right. You want to go first or me? No, you go ahead. All right. All right. I mean, I so I'll piggyback off of you. First, we're going to talk about, you know, Japan, Pearl Harbor. They completely fucked our shit up <laughs> during Pearl Harbor. Uh, destroyed a bunch of our ships. Uh, weakened us pretty hardcore. And uh, that's what kicked off the war in the Pacific. And it was a bunch of like island hopping campaigns with the Marine Corps and stuff like that. And then uh, fighting the Japanese. And then which ultimately resulted in us basically at their doorstep dropping two atomic bombs on them. So I have reasoning on why I think it was justified. So does Matt. People argue to this day that, oh, Japan was going to surrender. But if you actually look at history, how they were training their population to fight the Americans. They were calling us savages. Literally, I think it was Guadalcanal. No, not Guadalcanal. It was um, one of the islands where they had a large population where they were jumping to their deaths because they thought the U.S. Marines were going to rape and murder them, which they weren't. Yeah. And then um, even talking about how the Japanese would always fight to the last man. Like um, on Iwo Jima, there were 18,000 defenders. And uh, guess how many surrendered? Zero, there are 18,000 dead Japanese. And then every time our soldiers would try and go and treat them after they were wounded, because, you know, we're good guys that freaking pop off a grenade and kill our guys. So at that point, you got to think about it in the aspect that you're a Marine fighting and you, you've you been fighting for a while against the Japanese and they don't surrender no matter what. So that's why you hardly see Japanese POWs in World War II, because it got to a point that our guys were like, fuck it. Like, why are we going to take prisoners if they're just going to pull the pin of a grenade and kill a lot of us. Yeah. Like, there's no point. They're fanatical. Some people will even call them a death cult. Like, um, you got kamikaze pilots, which are 18, 19-year-old kids. Taught how to fly planes. Dive bombers. Oh, you ran out of ordnance? Fly your plane <clears throat> into the goddamn ship. Yeah. And then... Um, they would, drugs? They would get hopped up on drugs. Mm -hmm. The kamikaze pilots, before they'd go and do what they needed to do. They saw it as an honor for the emperor dying for the... They were basically like World War II ISIS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're brainwashed, completely brainwashed. Yep. It was because they were like, oh, it's our warrior code and all that. Like, die for the emperor. It's such a great honor. But it's very suicidal. Like, they did not care. They would 
bonsai charges where they would like, oh, you know what? We're going to bum rush like this is World War One. We're going to grab all of our dudes and we're going to just run at the American lines where they have belt fed machine guns and semi-automatic rifles and submachine guns. And yeah, maybe, just try to take down as many as we and can. And maybe we'll make it. <sighs> no, almost none. Bu- no bonsai charges were successful. <laughs> yeah. Like Jesus Christ. So the first one I'm going to get into uh, that we're going to talk about the bad things Japan did. Right. And I could say we were all good in World War II, but there's hardly any war crimes that America committed in World War Not II. Not like this. Not like the Japanese. This is morbid. So the first one we're going to get into, because they really did fuck with the Chinese. That's why the Japanese and yeah. well, the Chinese yep, fucking yep, yep. hate the Japanese to this day. So the first thing that uh, one of the first things they did was the Nanking Massacre, or as I like to call it, the Rape of Nanking. So it was from 1937 to 1938. So basically what they did was it was widespread murder, rape, and looting of Chinese civilians and disarmed soldiers in the city of Nanking, right? So essentially what they would do was when the Japanese invaded China and they started taking land and stuff and they made it to Nanking, they started killing everybody. Civilian, they would make families have sex with each other and then kill them all. The soldiers would rape anyone from the age of five to fucking 90, the Japanese soldiers. None of them got reprimanded for this. You can find on YouTube, there's a documentary with soldiers who were fucking there. Who were they, um, the Japanese kind of got mad at them. And now there's a documentary where they're all old, but they talk about it. They're talking about raping people, shoving swords inside of women, if you oh, know what I mean. Oh, my God. Picking up babies and cutting them in half. Jesus. Gang raping people. Fucking making, just execute, like raping women in front of their husbands and executing both of them. Wow. Like, yeah. horrible yeah. fucking shit like that. They did, that one was fucking horrible. And everyone glosses over that the Japanese were just as bad as the Nazis when it comes to war crimes. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody wants to think about it and everyone's like... Oh, America. Because, yeah, I get it. We hit civilian targets. But you have to think about it. It was total fucking war. The other thing, too, is we warned them. Yeah. We warned the Japanese. Like, and hey, these nukes are coming. Yeah. They will be dropped on on these and locations. And you know how we were firebombing Tokyo? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. They said, oh, that that's horrible. We shouldn't have done that. But you have to think about it, like, from the American aspect. You had a country that was 100% down to go the full limit total war like, we are never going to fucking surrender no matter what. To fly all the way to Hawaii? Yeah, 100%. And, and bomb rush them? Bomb, and, the, bomb mm-hmm. the fuck out of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And then they were going to the fucking Philippines, killing everybody, taking the Philippines. They went all the way to fucking India. They were attacking India to the point the Brits had to jump in. The Australians had to fucking fight them. Like, everybody was fighting the Japanese, yeah. and they were committing fucking, yeah. like, yeah. atrocities left and right. But everyone's like, oh, America, bad. We yeah. sh- you shouldn't have firebombed. Uh, Tokyo, you shouldn't have firebombed all these places. I mean, you have to think about it. We didn't have precision bombing back then. It was dummy bombs. Yeah. And we're trying to hit military infrastructure. I mean, yeah, some bombs probably hit civilians, but it's part of war back then. With no precision bombs, no precision anything. It's just, we're going to bomb the fuck out of you until you decide to give up. Yeah, we're going to try to get as close as possible to our Mm -hmm. target, and that's all we got. A hundred percent. So I'm going to skip Unit 731 so you can touch on that one. Bro, forced labor camps. Nobody talks about that. How basically they it's even in unbroken. Like our POWs, they would work them to death. Literally to fucking death. Here's a bowl of rice as your fucking meal. That's all you're getting for the day. Now you're going to go do forced labor building stuff or taking stuff down or rebuilding stuff. So 
basically they did forced labor on fucking prisoners of war civilians from the countries they would take and most people in the forced labor camps didn't survive like a lot of them died and the numbers like way up there they had oh the japanese can't forget when they'd invade a country they'd do uh comfort women so women from the local population they would kidnap them and they would be there just for their soldiers to rape like their job day in and day out is so their soldiers can be comfortable and rape them bro it's fucking horrible and basically they you were a sex slave for the japanese like that's it then we can't forget the good old baton death march in 1942 which is after the uh, surrender of american and filipino forces on the baton peninsula in the philippines the japanese are like hey we're gonna march until all of you die of exhaustion or the abuse or from starvation they didn't feed them they made a march for ever like there's no end to the march if your buddy fell out like he fell and he couldn't get himself up they'd go over there and shoot him and then you keep going or they also did death marches in sandekin so basically that was involving australian and british prisoners of war same thing march them until they all die or march them until most of them die or the manila massacres so as we liberated manila the allies the japanese were like oh guess what well we're gonna do scorched earth we're gonna kill every civilian we see Blow up every city, blow up all the infrastructure. Kind of what Russia is doing right now. Or the uh, when they were in China, Japanese biological warfare, they were using biological weapons against Chinese civilians. Like we're talking cholera, the plague, and anthrax inside of Chinese fucking population centers. And then we'll get into Unit 731. Yeah, so Unit 731 um, was started in the 1930s. Um, under the leadership of Dr. Shiroi, Shiro, Ishii, I-S-H-I-I, Ishii, Ishii, I, yeah, I think something, something like, like that. that. Um, he was a morally uh, compromised scientist who was tasked with leading Jap- uh, Japan's efforts in biological and chemical warfare research. Um, and so some of the things that they did... Um, one is that this this was really really covered up in World War II for a long time. Yeah, because we took that research and we used it. For well, they also started burning a lot of the research. Mm, when the first bomb dropped, they went into like full panic and yeah. started burning boxes and boxes and boxes. So a lot of what we know about Unit Seven Thirty One was from some of the stuff that we found, but also a lot of the stuff that um from a survivors that we had found and we didn't find that many because executing them or what they started executing them. they started executing them as quickly as they could yeah and they were kid- um, they would kidnap su- the test subjects from the surrounding chinese population i mean yeah chinese population yeah, yeah a lot so some of the things like this uh that they did in this unit um is like javi was talking uh one thing they did is they did live dissections of human subjects Ooh, vivisec- vivisection right uh-huh vivisection where they um often did not use anesthesia um like javi said where they talked about the infectious diseases trials um they injected prisoners with diseases like the bubonic plague anthrax stuff like that frostbite studies where they forced exposure of prisoners to extreme coldness to see what it would do. Um, biological and chemical agent testing, oh, developing and testing um, of biological chemicals. Have you touched and on the pressure chamber when they would put them in the pressure chamber to no, see until yet. their heads exploded? Nope. No. Um, 
forced pregnancy experiments. So they would force these women um, to get pregnant, and then they would do the vivisection on the fetus. Um, weapons testing on prisoners, testing weapons, effectiveness um, on living subjects, on subjects. Um, the pressure chamber testing subjects vict- um, put victims in high altitude conditions to study the effects. Um, weapons delivery experiments, testing methods of delivering biological agents such as plague bombs, um, forced infections, dissection of living animals, and then connecting them to human bodies. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah, pretty gross. Uh, starvation experiments, see how long somebody could go starving. Uh, forced sexual transmitted diseases experiments where they would inject STDs into prisoners and see what would happen. They would freeze prisoners and then try to thaw them out and see what would happen. Um, human target practice, uh, all uh, all kinds of stuff is is all in this this area, this lab that they were doing it. Um, one of the survivors recalls a unimaginable pain and suffering they experienced during their time. Um, because what, what happened was that they were going and they were like literally chopping off her fingers to see how long she would live, um, and how far they could go before she bled out. Yeah. Like all kinds of stuff, dude. Like, like this is the kind of stuff that the Japanese were doing. Uh, I mean, granted at the time we didn't know, right. When we dropped the atomic bombs. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea. We had no idea. But we knew what they were doing in China. We knew that they were doing some stuff. Yeah. But we didn't know how bad it was until after World War II. Um, a lot after World War II, actually. It was, it was a long time after. Um, and the, like I, like I said it over and over and over again, um, we warned them that we were going to drop the bomb. Yep. Like, get out. Like, we're going to drop this bomb. Like, we need to show force. So you need to get out. And, the and they Japanese, thought we weren't going to do it. The Japanese people are like, yeah, nah, call their bluff, call their bluff. Like, it's not going to happen. The emperor at the time was like, nah, there's no way. That they're yeah, because they thought, because um, they did the math. So we're going to, they said we're going to lose around, if we invaded Japan, around a million dudes. Just trying to hit the beaches. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I mean, you as a general, wouldn't you be like, fuck that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'm going to make sure my math is correct. Yeah, the crazy thing about uh, 731 too is that, like, the scientists and stuff that worked there were, uh, like, forced to swear their secrecy, and any breach was meant was met with execution. Like, they just, they didn't do anything. Either they were put into the experiments, or they were just executed. Jesus they were just killed. Christ. It, it's like, they even came up with, like, fake stories to, like, cover up what they were doing, too. Like, oh, no, she fell. Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's being called Operation Olympic, and they said we'd lose about 500,000 soldiers. If we had to set foot in Japan? Yep, if we had to invade them. 500,000. So, they said these high casualty estimations were one of the reasons the United States ultimately decided to use the atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So, that's why they decided to do their full-scale surrender. Jesus. So, like, essentially, you have to think about it from America from back then. Don't think about it modern-day America. Fucking, we're on, for some reason, we're, like, on our moral high horse. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's a country 
that you've been fighting and you just want the fighting to stop. Like you're you're about to land on their shore. Um, imagine if we like, I mean, yeah, we occupied Japan after to- dropping the atomic bombs, right? But imagine if we didn't. How many U.S. troops we would have lost invading? And most people are like, some people in their minds, wouldn't you want more Americans to live? A lot of people are yeah, like, oh no, we shouldn't yeah, have dropped yeah. them. And I'm like, why not? Like it was justified. Yeah. Like the the Japanese. I get it. You don't want to kill civilians, right? But the Japanese were doing that to every fucking country. They were killing civilians left and right. Chinese civilians killing... I think the estimation was like a couple million God. that they killed. They fucking... were in, When they invaded India, when they invaded the Philippines, how many people they're killing in the Philippines. What about the... Um, uh, what is it? Guadalcanal? Not Guadalcanal. Fuck, why do I keep saying Guadalcanal? Guadalcanal. It's... Um, there were some indigenous people. I forget on what island that the Japanese would kill. Like... The Japanese did not care. Like, if we invaded, we'd be fighting civilians regardless. Yeah. Because they were teaching school children. You can find the pictures, like, how to service the machine guns, how to strip weapons and build them back together, how to load machine guns, how to load magazines. They were making them build trench lines, build defenses. They were doing classes with old people on how to make makeshift spears at home and using fucking pitchforks to stab people. Like, uh, their buddies, Cuba. You know how one of the ways they brainwashed their kids? The, the the Cuban government would go to schools and they would tell all the students, okay, close your eyes and pray to God that you get a piece of candy. And so they close their eyes and they pray to God, please give me a piece of candy. And they open their eyes. There's no piece of candy. Right? So they would go, okay, now close your eyes again. And now pray, pray to, to Fidel Castro yeah. that you get a piece of candy. And so all the soldiers would go around and put a piece of candy on their on their desk or whatever they open their eyes and there's a piece of candy and that was part of the way that they used to uh, brainwash their kids Damn. Isn't that crazy like to, to to get away from that to say to to try to teach them you know like fidel castro would do everything he can for you he's gonna do everything he can for him for you but you need to do whatever you can for fidel castro yeah and that includes if we have to go somewhere to war that you're gonna go do that it's kind of like nicaragua right now not Nicaragua, Venezuela. Venezuela, yeah. How like they're yeah. having classes for their civilians, like on how to fight Americans, how to kill Americans, how to fight the U.S. military, how to take care of guns, how to break down guns, how to build. Bro, guns. some of them had fucking World War II rifles, most of the guns and shit. And we're gonna invade Venezuela. No, right? Oh God! At some point, probably. Because nah, we'll uh, fight the Chinese before you see, that. You see, well, you see how they're trying to we'll unite to. all of uh, South America. I think it's Venezuela and a couple other countries. And I'm like, damn, this is literally the campaign from Call of Duty Ghost. We got to invade South America. That's crazy because they're close. we annex Mexico. Yeah, they're close. Yeah, but I mean, without Chinese or Russian help, I mean, come on. Yeah, but the Russians are down, dude. Oh, the Russians Putin's are down. pissed. But look at how much they're getting spanked. In the, I mean, they're, they're not getting that much spanked. They kind of are. But it's like, look at how much equipment and men they're losing. Yeah, and, and look at where... Zelensky is getting all of his funding and weapons and, yeah, you know. I, I kind of like what some people are saying where, well, I'd rather give the money to Zelensky and the weapons so that there, it's less Russians for us to fight. Oh, I guess so. I could see that. You know I, what I mean? I see what they're saying. I see what they're saying, but I mean. It's just like, okay, here's my take, all right? I know we're saying, <clears throat> we're talking modern day America now. My take on the Afghanistan war a little bit, right? is that we were there for 20 years to test out weapon systems. 
Mm. That were like, hmm, how does this weapon system... I wonder what this will do, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how this rifle does, or I wonder what this does in this type of environment, or I wonder what this bomb will do, or this type of explosive, and you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's also in, like, extreme hot weather, though. Yeah. You know, that's going to act... Like, things will act very differently if we... Sure, probably going to be fighting in jungles. You think so? With China, yeah, 100%. Oh, with China, yeah. They're bringing back a jungle warfare for the U.S. military. Like, they're trying to get all of them caught up to speed. Oh, I thought you were saying the Chinese were trying no, no, to focus no. on. Oh, they already do warfare. shit. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, dude, South America probably gonna fight them in South America. We always go back to fighting the Chinese. You think we do, right? We always go yeah. back to because like, that's a real threat. Like that's a real yeah. common day threat. Like, like that's something that real like what the Japanese did in World War Two was terrible. Yeah, and it was deserved um, to to get a bomb dropped. Like it, it just was. Like yeah. there was no other way. We to would end it really, yeah. You know, but some people are like, "Well, Russia was going to invade from the north." And now imagine, look what Russia did to Germany, right? There was the east and west. What would have happened to Japan and their people if we split Japan right down the center and the yeah. Russians built their wall? Where would J- northern Japan be modern day? I'm not saying it. It's good we dropped the bombs because it mm-hmm. saved them from the Russians, but it kind of is. Yeah, because think about the aspect of like what now you haven't. Fucking North and South Japan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, the Americans yeah. own the South. The Russians own the North. Yeah. The fuck? Like, how would that look today? Yeah. And and uh, Churchill and uh, not Eisenhower. Who the hell was it? Who was in office? Um, God, what was his name? Who was in office, he, Sean? He talked to, the, uh, yeah, Oppenheimer. Uh, Roosevelt? No, it was not Eisenhower. Was an Eisenhower in a general? Yeah, he was an officer. Yeah, I want to say it was Roosevelt. Thought it was that other dude. Roosevelt. Pretty sure it's Roosevelt. Only if Sean had a computer in front of him and could look this up. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Roosevelt. Anyways, that's why like um, Churchill and Roosevelt like weren't stupid. Like they knew that they still had to keep stuff out of the Russians. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? The Russians were still going to be our enemy. Yeah. Like, you know, in Vietnam, a lot of their pilot, uh, that's how he sparked the Cold War. Yeah, Truman. It was Truman. Truman. It was Truman. Um, you know, um, during Vietnam, a lot of their advisors were actually fighting with the NVA, Northern oh, Vietnamese really? armor. Like a lot of the Russian special forces guys would actually, I mean, kind of like what we we're doing, like, oh, we're going to lead you and we're going to fight together. Damn. Yeah. And all right. I'm jumping around a lot. There's yeah. a, there's a story, um. Out of Afghanistan, where these guys were fighting with the Taliban. It's called uh, Lions of Kandahar. Really good fucking book. Um, it's true story. They're fighting against the Taliban. And um, I think the they're assuming either the Iranians or the Pakistanis. They were a little sussed out, though. Because they were fighting really hard, dropping bombs. They were fighting like a bunch of Taliban fighters. Well, at one point, a, a um, it's Russian make helicopter flies in lands to- near where the taliban are which is like they see it from the uh the green berets they see it from like 10 miles away recently it was like in the 2015 oh okay that's kind of like recent. where the taliban are they obviously load someone on takes off back across the border Whoa. so and there you can look it up remember how the russians were putting bounties on u.s service members so mm-hmm. some people were theorizing that maybe 
if the Russians using Iran as like a jumping point were actually training the Taliban on how to fight and stuff like that. And actually in that engagement, he wasn't supposed to be there like one of the advisors. Yeah. And he might have gotten wounded or killed. And that's why they flew in to hurry up and snatch his body so that if we go over there and after we look at like, you know, the devastation damage and counted up the bodies. Yeah. The fuck is a white dude? Yeah. What is a Russian dude? Yeah. yeah doing here. Dang. Yeah. Pretty good book. But I was like, the Russians do shit like that all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. mean, so do we like um on the sean ryan podcast i recommend listening to it he asked a um cia guy who was delta force in iraq are we the bad guys right because after 9 11 we were gonna invade afghanistan which everyone understands because al-qaeda but everyone was thinking we we're gonna invade somalia uh yemen afghanistan and not libya it was another country and then when the uh higher-ups like the department of defense and all that said no we're invading iraq Everyone was like, why the fuck are we invading Iraq? And it was like, oh, weapons of mass destruction. Okay, but they're not the ones who flew planes in the Twin Towers. Yeah. So why are we invading Iraq? And he said if the government was straight... Because there's a general you can find on YouTube where he says he was even like, why the fuck are we invading Iraq? Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because I get it. Saddam was a bad guy. He was a dictator. <laughs> whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But he was kind of holding terrorist groups in check was he not you know what i mean mm. like after saddam power, like they warned after saddam a group like isis is going to come up because no one's here to keep everyone in check yeah. same thing with libya and Gaddafi. Gaddafi, he was keeping everyone in check everyone this or that but the reason we invaded fucking iraq he says the cia guy is because iraq wanted to stop trading oil in the u.s dollar <clears throat> Saddam wanted to stop trading the U.S. like for oil in the U.S. Yeah, dollar, yeah, yeah. so they said we're like because let's be real, George Bush had ties to like oil companies and um, with uh, Halliburton, Halliburton, right? So what better Dick way Cheney. for his family to line their fucking pockets than have the Halliburton and their contractors, which our U.S. soldiers were defending, yeah. to go over there? So he was saying if they would have just been straight up with him. We're doing this out of imperialistic imperialism. We're being imperialistic America right now. We're going to invade Iraq. He would have yeah. been like, okay, fine. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Yeah. If it's in the benefit of the American people, gas is like a fucking dollar. Okay, let's do it. But he said they were having guys go and shut off the oil wells so that Exxon, fucking um, Shell, all these big oil companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. they made billions in the Iraq war because they shut off the oil wells, so it stopped the gas flow out of fucking Iraq. The oil flow. Damn. So he was saying, like, honestly, we're a little bit of the bad guys in this situation because we did it out of imperialism. And um, in 2008, this is when the general was talking about it, they had a five-year plan on countries they were going to invade and fall. So they had five countries. Okay. They had Iraq. Okay. They had Libya. They had Syria. They had... I think it was Iraq, Libya, Syria, Lebanon, and Iran. Damn. All these gen that was their plan for the Middle East and how we were gonna dominate it. Of course, we I mean we kind of succeeded with Syria, but yeah. no, because what's his name still in power, but we called caused the Irish uh, the Irish, what the fuck? The um <laughs> I always say Irish Spring when it's actually the uh, 
the something spring. I forget what it's called. It's like the Muslim spring or okay. the something spring. Okay. Um, where, so we gave the fucking free Syrian army guns to fight. Um, I forget his fucking name. Then in Libya, we gave the people to overthrow Gaddafi guns. So they would go and overthrow them. You can even find the video of them smoking Gaddafi. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Libya, we gave them guns. Iran is very hard. And then Lebanon, I mean, they're kind of bankrupt right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's how you take a comp- uh, country down, right? Yeah. Like you bankrupt them. So I'm kind of like, I mean, yeah. I get it, though. Like, America, we're trying to be top dog. We're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to. And then you hear, like, in the Ukrainian stuff, like, I know we jump from fuck Japan to talking about America, but we're just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> around the topic. Yeah, yeah. You know, they said it did come out how uh, Russia was like, oh, there were bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. A couple guys were interviewed who worked for the CIA, and they were like, there are bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So it's kind of like... What if it's our bio labs? It is. Oh, it is our bio yeah, labs? Yeah, it is. So um, they're saying Russia isn't wrong. And then in Africa, they say the reason Russia is on the side of all the other dudes is because Russia's like, no, like, we really fucking need... Like, we're fighting the Americans and all these countries in africa are thinking of us as colonizers and the russians have been giving them guns and stuff to fight yeah western expansion so all these countries are like no yeah like russia's on our side so are the chinese damn well yeah i mean you think about propaganda like we have propaganda here in the states well they say it's because of uh, bush so during the iraq war he put in a law that's he did away with the law where you can't give propaganda to the americans the american people but you Oh, he did away with one that yeah. said you cannot. Yep. So now so they you can. Now can. Wow, that's crazy. So, and then it goes how it always says. Bro, I love how everyone's denying that there's no bio weapons labs in the Ukraine, but I swear to God I saw it. Really? Maybe it's on your head. You going crazy? Nah, it was, uh, it was an interview. Because sometimes I feel like we propaganda our own people. We yeah, give for them propaganda, sure, for sure. And it's for like, sure. no, nah, the Russians are lying, bro. We look at like psyops and stuff like that. That's propaganda. <sighs> okay. Hot take. If we, you're America mm-hmm. and in Mexico, you see Russia setting up bioweapons labs, funding the Mexican military yeah. and all this shit. Yeah, we're going to go fight. And you're like, go blow Russia, why the fuck are you setting up on our southern border? Yeah. And they're being like. Because uh, we can. Yeah. And be like, well, then we're going to fucking invade Mexico. Yep. We'll invade Mexico. We'll do it. And it's kind of like, I I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like Russia's always been our biggest enemy. Ever, ever since World War Two. Uh-huh. Ever since World War Two. Ever since the making of the atomic bomb. Russia's always going to be right. It, it, for sure. For sure. It, it's going to happen. Um, like the spark of the Cold War, like the Cold War is still going on. Oh, 100%. And people think for some reason that the Cold War is no they longer They say more so on. with China now because they say Russia is kind of weak. Well, weak, weak in the mindset of that everything is now, the next big war will start with a cyber attack. Oh, 100%. And so in that sense, I could see why they're saying that Russia is weak, weak. Yeah. because where do we get all of our tech from? China. China. Every all of our stuff is made in China and Taiwan. And, yep, and you know, they say like, a lot of shit has back doors. Our routers that we get from China has back doors. Mm-hmm. Fucking cell towers, the parts they put in it have back doors. Yeah, some of the it's literally one part on the F thirty five that does not have an electronic component was coming from China. You know what they did? Mm. Grounded all F thirty fives and replaced it. 
it was like a metallic component. And they're like, nope. Grounded all of them. Yeah. Replaced the part. Damn. China's everywhere. Just like how they found that microchip the size of a grain of rice in the Samsung server room in Korea, South Korea. Oh, really? And they're like, what the fuck? And they're like, it relates to like the Chinese, uh, their Huawei or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it was like yeah. some, some of their tech. Bro. Yep. That's crazy. Like you're telling me that the Chinese are fucking have us beat. I'm pretty sure, you know, they have like a Our cell phone towers or everything broadcasting tower. Like. All the freaking, you know, they, um, every time they launch satellites, Elon Musk was talking about it, that they position their satellites around ours because they're pretty sure. Cause when it comes, they're going to knock out our satellites so they can detonate their satellites next to ours oh. and it'll send off the f- debris field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's too smart. Take out GPS, take out everything. That's crazy. Yep. Good Lord. All right. Well, we hope you like this episode. Yeah. Two guys rambling. Got really dark. Uh, yeah. China. This yeah. This is a pretty short episode, right? It's about, no, we're about to hit 40 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes? Well, short episode. It's a yeah. good episode. It's a good. Um, if you take anything away from this, read more about what happened in World War II, the Japanese, what they did, and what kind of sent us into this spiral of wanting to make sure that we're top dogs. And making sure that we always are watching our own back before we try to get attacked. Because the next war... It's going to be with China. It's going to be with China. And it's closer than we think. Like, Sean, probably going to get drafted. Yeah. (laughs) Sean, you'll be 18 in what, two years? Fuck. (laughs) Damn it. He's a good football player. (laughs) Right? Uh, What do you call it? But um, other than that, we hope you enjoyed this this, uh, shorter episode of Two Guys Rambling. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like, comment, subscribe. Do all the things down at the bottom. Share this with two friends. We're trying to grow the rambling community as much as possible. What did you think of your Bunet cigar? It was good, but so good. I kept puffing too much. Oh, and like, oh yeah. Whoa. Dude, this uh, this event cigar was really fucking good. Like, Fuck. really, really I only really have one. Come good. on, Zach. Hook it up. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Come Gosh, on, Bunet. Send us some. Uh, now, this shit was really, really good. I yeah. really liked it a lot. If you can find them, buy them. If you can find them, buy them. Yeah, don't even think twice about it. I'll bring in his uh, cigar stand next podcast. Yeah, I have one right there. It's in that box right there. Oh, the one you. that's wiggling for some reason as soon as I talk to him. Oh, my God. No, it's not <laughs> working. Um, <laughs> that's it from Two Guys Rambling. We'll see you next time. Later. See you guys.